Welcome to another episode of Big Time Small Talk Podcast. And today we're not talking politics. We're not talking the fly on Vice President Pence's head. We're not talking Kamala Harris. We're not talking Donald Trump. Because today we're going to hum, be zen, and talk about good things, positivity, happiness, and we're going to have some fun. So let's get into it. Okay, it would have been easy to put out an episode where we're just complaining about the Democratic debates, the vice presidential Democratic debates, which were on last night, and we're not even going to get into it. Not today. So whoever you're for, whoever you're against, we are literally going to agree to disagree and focus on something fun. So first of all, I am using my brand new dynamic microphone. (laughs) I'm so excited. The sound quality will be better and more even, and I'll have less issues. I think the issues were relatively minor, but there were issues. So thank you guys for continuing to tune in. As the show grows, the better it'll get, the better I'll be as a host, the better equipment, the better I'll get at editing and using the equipment. There's lots of buttons and knobs on my new mixer. So it's definitely a new experience, but you are listening to Big Time Small Talk Podcast, and I am really excited that you've tuned in again or for your first time, wherever you may be. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So this is a show where we dive deep into surface conversations, right? Big Time Small Talk is a play on words. Today, though, I really just wanted to have some fun, and I wanted to just go through like 10 things that make me smile. And the interesting thing about this show for me is it's an art form. Now, I know it's obviously some people, it's just their job and it's something they want to do or something they like or whatever. But for me, it's an art form in the sense that I have to be inspired. I can't just go, okay, what am I going to talk about? Let me Google some topics. I almost need to have that feeling of what do I want to talk about? What's on my mind? And I was listening to this other podcast the other day. And uh, gosh, I listen to so many podcasts because I like try to learn from them and also experience the podcast world. I don't remember which one I was listening to, but I had this idea because they were talking about positivity and how much we complain and you know talk about the things that drive us nuts we have our pet peeves in life and i am right there there's i'm not claiming to be you know holier than thou and who <laughs> me i'm always positive what are you talking about that is not me i am right there complaining with the best of them and i wanted to think about what 10 things make me happy, make me smile, you know, make me feel good. And I kind of thought of a couple. And then I thought, nope, don't try to think of any more. I want to talk about this on my podcast. So I have a couple in mind. And the rest, I just want them to be authentic, 
off the top of my head. So there's no written list here. There's nothing. I'm not even sure I remember all of the ones that I thought about yesterday or the day before. I can't remember when it was. Actually, it was probably the day before, but I had like two or three of them. And I started to think it's so easy to go, this is the things I can't stand. I don't like traffic. I don't like this. I don't like that. But when you're like, what makes me happy? What is it that I um, kind of feel that like googly good feeling inside about? And so this list is in no order. It's just what comes to mind. Okay. So, and I think it'd be fun if you guys play along at home too, and think about what makes you smile and see if any of like what might be on your list is on my list and vice versa. Okay. So the first thing that comes to mind, and again, this is in no order. I was thinking about how when you're out driving, maybe you're running your errands, maybe you are, you know, traveling for a trip, road trip. I love road trips. And you're in your car and you're in a little bit of a traffic jam, not too much, just a little bit of traffic. And then there's that car in front of you that wants to turn out of the parking lot and onto the street, basically drive in front of you. And other cars are going by, but you slow down and you let the car in. You know, you might give them a look or, you know, you might you know, kind of point like, okay, you can go or just that sort of head nod, like, you know, and you guys make eye contact and then they drive in. When that car gives you the little wave, I love that. I'm like, I need that wave. It's just like, hey, thank you. It's like the polite thing to do. Thank you so much. You let me in. You could have driven on, but you chose not to. You're awesome it's a thank you. It's like a reward for my good deed of letting somebody in because all those other cars went by and they were like, screw you. We don't care about you. We're on our way. But I, Jody Rollins, did the nice thing and I let you in. Or if someone's trying to change lanes and they're trying to get in, whatever, and you know, you let them in and they give you the wave. That makes me happy. Like I feel good. Do you guys ever feel that way? Like it's the simplest, smallest little thing. And if they don't give you the wave, it's like they gave you the middle finger. So that makes me mad, but we're not going to talk about that. We're staying in that Zen place. So I love the little hand wave in traffic. Let me see the next thing. Well, this one's easy. I love it when I get butterflies from looking at my husband. We've been together for 10 years, which I'm like, wow. In some ways, it feels like we're newlyweds because we still hold hands and we giggle and we have our own little inside jokes and we just have a really fun, playful, loving relationship. And as I've said in past episodes, I am genuinely happily married. I'm not just married. I am actually happily married. It is possible. My husband and I are very different, but we have some weird kind of overlaps that just work. And um, he's just a good guy. So, you know, you're living your life, doing your thing, you know, picking up groceries, cleaning up dog poop, whatever you're doing, the average nothing special moment. And I'll just catch a glimpse of him. And he might be smiling or cracking a joke with me. And I literally get butterflies because he's got those eyes that like twinkle. They have like kind of like a sparkle in them. And when he smiles, they just light up. And I'm just like, wow, 
like he's mine. He's my husband. How did I get so lucky? Like it'll just happen when I least expect it. I'll just look at him and I'm like, he's so cute. And I just love the little goose bumpy feeling I get. I know it's a cheese fest, but I feel like marriage gets such a bum rap. You know, everybody's like, oh, why get married? You know, you got your ball and chain. Everyone's getting a divorce. The divorce rate is over 50%. And then, the, you know, there's another 30% of people who just stay married because they're stuck there and it's too inconvenient. They can't afford it. They don't want to be away from their kids, whatever. So I just feel like everyone talks about marriage so poorly. And, you know, I'm sure there are poor marriages, but I just love the goosebumps. I love him and I love the goosebumps I get just sporadically sometimes when I least expect it. So that's number two. Uh, number three, what's something else? You know, I this one's kind of also a little cheesy, but it makes me happy as well. So whenever I'm at the grocery store, and sometimes when you're like, I cannot find this one thing. Maybe you're at a different version of your same grocery store and it's whatever the thing is you're looking for is not in the same place or you're at a new grocery store, something where you can't find what you're looking for. And I don't really like to ask for help. I'm kind of like a guy that way, I think. I like to ask directions. I don't know about liking it, but I don't mind asking directions because I want to know where I'm going. I don't want to be lost and driving around in circles. My husband will happily drive around in circles before asking directions. He hates it. It's That's when he's like the stereotypical male. Me, no problem. But in the grocery store, I hate asking because I always feel like I'm bothering them or putting them out. So, you know, I'm just like, excuse me, ma'am. And I try not to even call them ma'am because no woman likes to be called ma'am. I'm like, I'm sorry, can I ask you a question? You know, uh, where's the blah, 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 And usually they're like, uh, aisle six. You know, it's almost like, what do you want? I know where that is. It's aisle six. But I love it when they're like, it's on aisle six. Let me show you. Follow me. And then they take me. And I just think that's so nice because they could have just pointed or said aisle six and been on, gotten on with the rest of their day. But they take me and they walk me down the aisle and they're like, uh, here it is. Is this what you're looking for? I'm like, yes, thank you. That's such a nice thing. We have a uh, smart and final here. I don't know this, this thankfully and gratefully, this podcast is actually heard all over the world and we have listeners from all over the world and we have a, a store called smart and final, which is like a small warehouse store like Costco, but shrink it. But the one here is packed with stuff. And I mean, they move things, things are always out. So I can't find a lot of things. So when the nice clerk comes up and says, let me show you. That makes me happy. That like makes me smile, right? So what is that? That's number three. I don't want to lose track of the list. Um, number four, when you order something, a piece of clothing off of Amazon, which by the way, I think you might hear my dog barking in the background. As I've said, this is a dog household and I try to be as authentic and just record the show without a lot of editing other than technical editing. So sometimes you will hear her barking in the background because I love her and that's what dogs do, right? They bark. Anyway, so 
if you've ever ordered a piece of clothing off of Amazon, it doesn't have to be Amazon. I'm kind of a cheapskate. I'm not a big shopping kind of a person. I like clothes, but they're, I don't know. I just like cute things. Get in and get out. If I'm at the store, just get in. I hate trying things on. I don't want to make it a girl's trip. I don't want to spend an afternoon shopping. It's just not my thing. Just find it and move on. So I order a lot of stuff off of Amazon because it's so easy, right? And so sometimes I'll pick out like sweaters or tops or whatever, and you just don't know if it's going to fit. I always read the little, you know, the reviews, does it run small, does it run large, blah, 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 blah. And basically flip of a coin because I hate returning things as well. I still have a phone cover that I never returned. Perfectly good condition, was going to return it, forgot about it. Now it's like, no joke, eight months old. I think it's just in the back of my car. So anyway, I love it when you order a piece of clothing online and it fits perfectly. Like it's exactly what you expected or better. You know, the material maybe feels softer. The white is brighter on your white shirt. I love overalls. Those are one of my favorite things to wear. And overalls can fit really bad or really well and everything in between. And so I had ordered these overalls off of Amazon. And I'm like, oh, my God, they're so cute. It just makes me happy when it actually fits. And I had no idea if it would. So that's definitely number four. When you order something online and it just fits and it exceeds your expectations, that is a good thing. Hmm, number five. What kind of things make you guys smile? Hmm, I'm trying to think of something that, if almost everything that I can think of is, you know, human interactions. Obviously, ordering something online isn't human interaction. I mean, somebody had to package it and send it your way. But that's just sort of technology. But as I think about the list, almost everything that, you know, makes me happy is people. Um, one of the other things that really makes me smile is when my youngest stepson tells me a joke or a pun or just says something funny. Like he cracks me up. He's been funny. I've known my youngest stepson since he was four years old. And no joke, this kid, I have, I have been able to have conversations with him since he was four, like real meaningful conversations. Now, I don't know, maybe that says something about me. But no, <laughs> really and truly, it's he's very bright and articulate and like, you know, emotionally um aware and has i don't know he's just a special person and all of my stepkids have their unique and special qualities but no one cracks me up like he does and he just i mean i think we just share the same sense of humor and for anybody out there who is a step kid you know that it's not always the easiest relationship. Or if you're a step parent, you know it can be very, very difficult. So it makes it even more special that one of the people that cracks me up the most is my stepson. And I don't know, we just, I literally like laugh out loud when he tells me bad puns, just his delivery. He's just adorable and I love him. So I think that's number five. 
Uh, and if I lose count, well, we'll just add an extra one. Number six. Hmm. I'm trying to, oh, you know what makes me happy? And this is something I know, you know, when I think I love to travel, and I may have brought that up in past episodes, traveling is one of my absolute favorite things to do. And I've never heard anybody talk about traveling the way I think about traveling. And here's what it is. So most people, when you think about traveling, you're like, oh, I got to go to the airport. I got to park. I got to be there 10 bazillion hours ahead of time. You know, I have to go through security. Then I got to sit there and then I got to get in this plane where there's no leg room. And then there's take off and it's uncomfortable and it's turbulence and it sucks. And then I'm, you know, it's just, everybody's just like, oh, oh, it's just such a hassle. Okay. Yes. Traveling has an aspect of hassle to it, no doubt. And there's even, of course, an aspect of fear, you know, with terrorism and are they going to lose my luggage? And am I going to get there on time? Is my flight going to be canceled? Is my flight going to be delayed? Like all these things that you can worry about. But since today we're focusing on the foking, foking? <laughs> focusing on the positive things, one of my favorite things about travel, and this is like a two-parter number five here, is like right when the captain's like, okay, flight attendants, please sit down, whatever he says, I don't know. And then the plane, like it just pauses and you know the plane's about to start going like hundreds of miles an hour. And I just like love that moment where it's just like, and it starts to take off and it goes really, really fast and then bunk, up in the air. I love that feeling. It literally makes me happy. I can't stand roller coasters. I don't like rides, not a single ride. Disneyland, anywhere, I'm totally uncomfortable. I hate rides. Oh, I literally will start crying on a roller coaster like a baby. Like it's embarrassing. I just have never liked rides. It's just, I feel totally out of control and uncomfortable. I'm not going to get sick. It's not because I feel nauseous. I just will start screaming and crying like, ah, like I, I look ridiculous, like a fool, right? So there's no reason I should like this whole airplane thing. Like a lot of people don't like that part, but I love that feeling when you're climbing in the air and then the plane like makes a left turn or right turn. It doesn't matter. And it's just like the whole plane tilts and then it tilts back. And I love that. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. It makes me smile just thinking about it. And so, as I said, this is a two-parter. So then the next part that I love about traveling that makes me smile is that when you land, you're in a totally different place. Now, duh, of course, right? But if you've traveled to like the other side of the world, it's bizarre. I went to Australia a couple years ago, two or three years ago, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to the, not just the other side, I live in California, but to the Southern hemisphere, I'm gonna see a different side of the moon. I'm gonna be in a different day. I'm in the future, 
when I call my husband, I'm calling him from the future. And obviously not exactly, but sort of, right? And it's very different when you're traveling from one hour or two hour or three hour time zone. But when you're on the other side of the world and you step out of that plane and I'm like, the air smells different. The people have a different accent. There's a different way of life, even though Australia is very similar to the United States. It's a totally different country. And there's so many minuscule little finite differences along with the big differences. And I just love the moment that you step off the plane and you're like, I just got in a metal tube and sat here. I think, gosh, I think that the flight to Australia, I think it was 15 hours something like that, 15 or 16, which is a long flight. But luckily I did sleep a lot. <laughs> that helps make it feel shorter. But it's magical to me that you literally get in a metal tube and then rest. And then by the time you wake up, plus a little bit, of course, if it's many, many hours, you're in a totally another country. It's mind boggling to me. And it's just, it, it makes me feel like, wow, look at what man can do. Like we created these things that it's just this metal structure and we end up on the other side of the world or wherever. I know, again, a lot of this list may seem cheesy, but these, I think, you know, they say don't sweat the small stuff, but I appreciate those things because I know that there are listeners out there right now who may never, ever go to Australia. And I consider myself lucky to have traveled where I have traveled. I worked hard. I've saved the money. I've done whatever it took. I mean, when I was a kid and we traveled a lot, my parents worked hard and they saved up the money. I didn't pay because I was a kid. But it's really exciting to me to see other people and how they live and their experiences. And I think it's really important because it opens up your mind and you see that America's not the only place to be. I mean, we're always told, you know, America, the best country in the world. America is awesome. Don't get me wrong. But there's amazing other countries as well for the same or similar or totally different reasons you know, and the food is different and all these things. And just having people walk on the sidewalk on the left side, like in America, if you're walking on the sidewalk, you stay to the right. But in Australia, they walk to the left. And I'm like, you don't realize how hardwired that is until you always end up on the wrong side of the sidewalk on your vacation. And I love that. I'm like, oh, crap, I'm on the wrong side. This is a different place. I need to abide by their way of living. But I just, I love everything about traveling, but I just love that moment where you step off the plane and you're somewhere else. And it's magical to me. So, but I want to come, I want to tell you um, about the next and final five of my 10 things that make me smile coming up right after the break. <laughs> Thanks for sticking around after the break. Welcome back to Big Time Small Talk Podcast. And today we are doing my 10 things that make me smile list. And when we left off before the very brief break, we had done the first five. 
And what were they? They were my husband, how cute he is, giving me goosebumps, the wave at the grocery store. Oh, I'm sorry, the wave when people, you know, let them into the parking lot or let them onto the road, that other car when they wave and sort of say thank you. Um, someone in the grocery store showing me around. And when you order something online and it's awesome and it exceeds your expectations, exceeds. And then what was the last thing? Um, travel. Basically, that was a two-parter. When you take off and basically when you step into that airport or step off the plane into a new country or new place far away. So those are the top five. And again, these are in no particular order. Let's move on. And I'm, I'm curious if you guys are thinking of them too, please send me them. I'd love to hear. You can always call. Um, well, it's not really call. You can download the Anchor app. And um, and I don't get anything by saying this. There is a pre-roll ad that plays before the show for Anchor. And they literally pay you a couple cents. No joke for playing that. But for me mentioning it now, I get nothing, just so you know. But you can download the Anchor app and then you can leave a voice message and I'll play it on the show. You just look for my show and it'll show you how, Big Time Small Talk Podcast. Or you can email me at bigtimesmalltalkpodcast at gmail.com and or write me or message me on Instagram. It's just my name, Jody Rollins on Instagram, message me and I'll uh, see what you have to say. But what are your things? Like what are a couple things that make you guys smile? I would love to hear them. So, and then I'll share some, I'll share them with the audience. So that's always fun. Let's see, number six, something that really has made me smile for 20 and a half years, my cat. Yep. Yes, I have a dog and she didn't make the list because I only wanted to include one animal, but I was thinking my dog is eight, I think, seven or eight, and my cat is 20 years old, 20 and a half years old. And she, you would not know it. If you want to see a picture of her, you can go to my Instagram and there's a picture. If you scroll through, I posted a picture of her, I think last week. She's this beautiful, white, fluffy, soft cat. She's a calico, so calico, can't speak today. So she has like the orange and the black around her face, but she's so soft. And that's what makes me smile. When I get to pick her up and cuddle her, I love the way she smells and like her little soft fur. That makes me happy. I mean, think about it. This cat has been with me for over 20 years. That's like a good chunk of my life. That's a good chunk of my entire adult life. I mean, she knows me longer than my husband has known me. So she's really, really special. And I love her. And she really makes me happy. And sometimes if you know, you guys know if you have pets, if you're having a bad day, you're stressed, emotional, anxious, upset, whatever. And you just give your little cat or dog or whatever your pet is a little snuggle. And it just makes you happier. And she's just so cute. She just has this way of looking at me that just warms my heart. So snuggling with my kitty makes me happy. And that is definitely number six. Number seven, I'm going to call it the first bite. The first bite of anything delicious is always the best. That first bite of ooey, gooey, cheesy, garlicky, buttery pizza. 
like that first bite when you like bite into it and it just like you stretch the cheese out and you have to like wrap it around your fingers and put in, put it in your mouth amazing like the second bite is good but it's never as good as that first bite when you've been craving pizza i love pizza oh yum 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 or whatever it is if you got like i love um oreo cookie ice cream oh but I like it like slow, like slightly melted, just a little bit, almost like Jody's version of soft serve ice cream. It is so good when you get that perfect first bite, which has like part the ice cream part and then part broken pieces of Oreo and then part the Oreo cookie cream filling. I mean, it's like creamy deliciousness. Or let's see, what else do I love? You know what else I love? Jersey Mike's sandwiches. Subway, I don't care about them. Like they're fine when there's nothing else. Like, yuck. I mean, I shouldn't say yuck. They're fine. They're like, okay. Mm -hmm. Jersey Mike's, if you haven't had them, I know they're not everywhere. We don't even have one in the county that I live in. We go somewhere and we eat at Jersey Mike's. Like that's a night out for me. I am a cheap date. We talked about this in one of my earlier episodes that I don't like a lot of things. I'm a super taster, which you can Google what that is. But basically, it means I have more taste buds than the average person. So a lot of things that the average person does like, I do not. It's a pain, but that's who I am. And so Jersey Mike's, I always get the number six Mike's style, which I guess you'll have to go to Jersey Mike's and try it. I'm not telling you what that is, but it's so good. Like Oh, I mean, the bread and the meat and everything that's on that sandwich. Next time you're at the Jersey Mike's, or if you're thinking about it and you've never tried it and you're like, wow, I've never thought about that place. I've driven by it before. I didn't know it was that good. Get the number six Mike's style. And then let me know what you think. It's so good. Okay. So even though I was ordering the number six sandwich, that was number seven. Jersey Mike's makes me happy. That's like... <laughs> I mean, it really, it just shows what a cheap date I am. My stepdaughter, not a cheap date. She's like, let's go for steak and lobster. I'm like, wait, let's go to Jersey Mike's. <laughs> so you can see why my husband married me. All right. Number eight. Hmm. You know what makes me happy? And this just came to mind is when I get a text from a friend that I wasn't expecting. I tend to be the person in a friendship that does the, I don't want to say the lion's share of the work because I've been in those friendships and I just, after a while, when you do all the work and you're always putting in the effort, you realize, wow, this isn't a friendship at all, is it? Because I'm doing all the work and you're just sort of checking in when it's convenient. I've had too many of those friendships. And now if it's not mutual, I'm done. Like I'm too old, I'm too tired, and life is too short to have like imbalanced friendships, you know, the kind where they're just like, oh my gosh, I've been so busy. I meant to call you back. Busy my rear end, right? Really and truly, if anybody that's your friend says they're too busy to call you, too busy to call you back, too busy to text you, too busy to text you back, too busy to hang out with you when it's not COVID, too busy, too busy, too busy, and then gets back to you or, you know, tries to hang out with you every blue moon, that just means they're, well, it means you're not a priority on the list of things they have to do. And I've had those friendships. I'm just 
not a priority. It's just like that movie. He's just not that into you. I don't know if you remember that movie from the 2000s, I think early 2000s. If you haven't seen it, Jennifer Aniston, it's really cute. He's just not that into you. I love it when my computer makes noises right when I'm doing a podcast. Um, hopefully you didn't hear that. If you did, I apologize. So anyway, just that, just not that into you. Really cute movie. I, I recommend that if you're having trouble dating right now. But I've been in those friendships where I felt like I did the lion's share of the work. But now it makes me really happy when a friend will text me out of the blue and just say, hey, I was thinking about you. What are you up to? How are you doing? And just checking in on me for no reason. Those are the kind of friends that I like because I used to be that person always doing that to others. And I have a friend now, and if you're out there and you're listening, Kelly, you're freaking awesome. You like, this is a newer friend of mine and she knows who she is. She is just the sweetest, kindest person. I don't even know her that well for that long, but you know when you meet a friend and you just click with them and you're just like, wow, like she was a welcome surprise. So. Kelly, you know you're out there. I'm talking about you. Anyway, so that makes me happy when friends reach out when you're not expecting it. So what was that? Number eight. I think that was number eight. If not, we're calling it number eight. Number nine, a cold pillow. Yes. You know that moment at the end of your long stinking day and you finally climb into bed and you put your head on the pillow and it's just cold and it feels so comfy. It's just, ah, especially where I live. I live in the desert, so it's hot a lot. You know, triple temperatures, triple, di triple digit temperatures regularly during the summertime. And so a cold pillow, it's just, it just, feels good on your cheek and it just makes you feel all snuggly and you're just like, ah, I can go to sleep now and forget about my problems and troubles of the day and snooze away. That is definitely on my list. Number eight or whatever number we're on by now, a cold pillow. Number nine. And again, these are just coming into my head. I'm just thinking what makes me happy? Um, number nine, sunshine makes me happy. Sunshine on my shoulder makes me happy, makes me smile. That's a cheesy John Denver song, but it's cute. Um, it really does. I mean, yes, when it's not triple digit temperatures, I like to go outside and just eat breakfast in my backyard on my patio. And I love the feeling of like the sun on my shoulders and just the warmth of it when you're a little chilly or I take my dog for a walk and I feel a little sunlight. I just, it like sunshine literally boosts my mood when it's cloudy and dreary or rainy. I'm like, you know, but sun like makes me want to do things when the sun is up and the days are longer. Speaking of which, we have to do that ridiculous, what is it, spring forward, fall back next weekend, I think it is. Ugh, I hate that. That means the days are shorter. And I know people, some people are like, but it's brighter when we wake up. I'm like, I don't care about that. I just like the days to be long. I just wish we would like not do that. I think Arizona doesn't abide by that. Good on you, Arizona. 
I just hate that losing that hour. The days are already getting shorter because we're going into fall and winter. And then we shorten them again by an hour, which means less sunlight. I don't like it. I love like going running in the evening when the sun is setting. So the nights are much shorter. And that brings me to number 10. Drum roll, please. Okay, maybe I need like a sound effects producer here, but uh, I did what I could. Number 10, and again, there are so many things, and that's the fun thing about doing a list like this, is that you start thinking about all the things that make you happy. There's so much, and again, it always goes back to what I've talked about in past episodes, gratitude. It's the minute you start thinking about all the things that make you happy, like sit down and make your list, write them down, you know, tell a friend, tell your husband, tell your wife, because apparently I have more male listeners than female listeners, which is always surprising to me. Thank you guys for tuning in. But tell whoever, tell your best friend and your spouse, if they're all one person, tell them the things that make you happy. Hopefully they are on the list. Maybe you shouldn't tell them if they are not. And I think it's just a way to sort of have just a little sort of jolt of positivity, a little pick-me-up, a little kicker of positivity, an injection, if you will, of something that makes you feel good. Because with so much going on, we're still in this pandemic. We're still dealing with political garbage, right? And I, I'm one, as I've mentioned before, I love politics and I enjoyed watching the debate. I mean, some of it's stressful and hard to watch, but the essence of it, I enjoyed watching. I love the spoken word and the idea of two parties debating each other. I was on the speech and debate team in, in high school and college. So I like that. But it's so easy to be down right now. You look through Facebook and somebody's thinner, smarter, prettier, better, whatever -er than you think you are. And you look on social media, on whatever, and somebody's saying something nasty about somebody you like or somebody you follow on Instagram. They're saying something nasty about you. And it's hard, you know? It's hard to make money at the job that you love like this. I would love to just get paid enough money to do a podcast. And that's my goal. Someday, mark my words, someday people will look back and they will listen to this episode and they'll go, wow, she was doing this for free? Look at her now. I'm putting that out into the universe. This is my passion and I love doing it. And so I try to just focus on gratitude. Instead of being upset and angry and frustrated, which we're all going to be sometime, like that's just life. I've accepted that, right? But just take a moment out of your day and think of a couple things that make you happy. For me, doing this list, it was the opposite of what I could automatically do. I could automatically come on here and start talking about the stuff that broke my heart that came out of, you know, Vice President Pence's mouth. But I won't get into that. We can talk about it maybe on the next episode. But there's so much more to life. And also, all these little things, these are little things, like obviously a trip to Australia, not little as far as the pocketbook goes, but just the wave that someone gives you from one car to the next, free. A snuggle with your pet, free. A sunset free. 
Which brings me to my number 10 thing on the list. I love sunsets. And I live in a place where the most beautiful sunsets are. I really believe that. I'm sure there's other places where there's beautiful sunsets too. But I've lived in New York. I lived in Colorado. I've lived in Ohio. I've obviously lived in California. So that's sort of like states in across the nation. You know, Colorado's almost central. New York is far east. California, far west. Ohio is midwesty. And then I've traveled to, I don't know, some 25 states maybe 30 states. And I've seen a lot of sunsets in different countries and in different places. But I have to tell you, desert sunsets are like no other. And the reason for this, like scientifically speaking, is that the way you get the orangey glow that we all love when you see a beautiful sunset is dust particles in the air. So unfortunately, sometimes when there's smoke from the fires or just the standard dust in the air, when you live in the desert, there's always dust. <laughs> it's not good for my allergies or my lungs. But those dust particles create the most spectacular sunsets. And I'm a photographer. I love taking photos of landscapes and all the places I travel. And you can also check those out on my Instagram. I have tons of photos of all the different places I've been and a lot of sunsets. But the sunsets here in Southern California are spectacular because we have the mountains in the distance and we have a lot of sky. It's open. The downside of not having trees is that there aren't a lot of trees in the desert. The upside is you can see for miles around and you can see these incredible sunsets with the orange glow and the white puffy clouds and the streaks in the sky of like different colors of reds and oranges and yellows. And they make me happy. So all those times when I'm stressed out because of work, stressed out because I'm not producing the things that I want to be producing. I'm an event producer in my everyday life. And when you have COVID, you can't produce events because no one can go to events, right? That's incredibly disappointing. It like cuts me off from something else that I'm passionate about. It's like what pays my bills. And it's gone right now. And it's hard when you have all the things in, in life that get you down, whatever they are, relationships, money, those are usually the biggest two, right? Anything to do with work, whatever. All of that stuff can be so overwhelming. And then when you turn on the TV, you watch the news, it's just so-and-so was killed and shot and maimed and this, blah, blah, and this was racist and this was homophobic and this was against the police and this was against that person. And it, blah, it's a lot. And 2020 sucks is everywhere. I try to focus on the good things. And I just named 10 things off the top of my head that literally make me feel better, that are worth living. Life without my husband, without my pets, well, without the kindness of strangers, without experiences all across the world, without the warmth of sunshine, without the comfort of little small things like good clothing that you like, even if it's cheap like me, or good food, all of those things 
are something to be grateful for. And that's my list. And I think it's important to remember to really focus on those little itty bitty things because some of those things can be taken at us in the blink of an eye or the snap of a finger. That's what that was, <laughs> snap of a finger. My cat's 20. I don't know how much longer she's going to live. 20 is pretty old for a cat. I'd love for her to be the Guinness Book of World Records cat and live to be 30. Maybe she will. Probably she won't. My husband, God forbid, could be killed in a car accident. I could not make enough money to ever travel again. Sunsets, beautiful sunsets. I could lose my vision. Obviously, these are extreme examples, but I think we have to remember to appreciate the small things. Because when we do, we're enriched by them, especially when it's another human being, like my friend Kelly. She literally makes me smile. It's nice when you have a friend that makes you smile and it's not drama, right? So that's my list of 10 things. If you want to share yours, please go to the Anchor app and leave me a voice message. I would love to hear from you guys. Or if you want to keep it more private, you can always message me on Instagram under my name, Jody Rollins, or at the email, as I mentioned, bigtimesmalltalkpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to know more about my business, get RollinsCreative.com. Check out the website. Let me know you stopped by. And you can always follow me, please, on Instagram. Click subscribe on the show tab and click five stars if you're listening to Apple Podcasts or any place where you can rate the show. It really, really helps. And keep listening. Do me a favor. Share the show with just one person, one friend, one enemy, whoever. <laughs> share the show because it is really hard to grow a podcast when you're not a celebrity. Celebrities have buku bucks to pay for sponsors and advertising and production. And this is, as I've said many times and will continue to say, this is my passion. So thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to my list of 10 things that makes me smile, 10 things that make me smile. I hope you've thought about just a couple of things for you. And I hope this podcast today has brought a couple of smiles to your face. Because if not, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's my story. And I'm sticking to it. Music.